You are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. Thank you, Amelia. And how's it going, A's fans? Welcome to episode 279 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's episode, we have some things to discuss. Uh, Dave Cavill sent out a tweet that lit A's Twitter on fire. We are going to talk about that for one or two segments. I don't know. It depends on how long I talk, really. So uh, we got that coming for you guys. And then uh, we're going to talk about AJ Puck, Jesus, Luzardo, Dalton, Jeffries, uh, how they're all doing and what the plans are for uh, all of those guys. And uh, also what happens. And there's other stuff that goes with that. So uh, that, that that's one segment, maybe two. We'll, we'll figure out how long I talk about Dave Cavill later. Uh, literally trying to raise the Oakland Coliseum to the ground. So that'll be, that'll be lots of fun. So we got that to get into, but uh, before I do, Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto, and they have amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Maybe they can get us a new president for the Oakland Athletics. Visit rockauto.com and let them know uh, that we need a new president of baseball ops. Uh, let them know that Lockdown sent you. But, uh... <laughs> Anyways, you can also follow the show at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Locker Room app. And if you have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So let's talk about Dave Cavill hitting send on a tweet. And uh, this is not something, this is like NBA. I, I don't, I'm not used to covering tweets in my show, but let's get into it. Dave Cavill, get ready to get buried, my friend. Uh, so if you do not have Twitter or you did not see what he tweeted, which if you have Twitter, you saw this for sure. But if you do not have Twitter, here's what I'm discussing. Uh, Dave Cavill sent out a tweet from the uh, Vegas Golden Knights game. He was in like the second deck and he said, Wow. Hashtag Stanley Cup playoffs at Golden Knights. And then there was, you know, one of his Dave Cavill videos of him kind of scanning the area and whatnot. And there's just a bunch of fans like in front of him. So you could tell that he was like in the seats and not in a suite, which I found very funny. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the tweet. And he's in Vegas doing the, the fact finding mission to find out if Vegas is viable for a baseball team, which. Uh, it, I don't think that it matters as long as they don't have to pay as much money or whatever he whatever the A's want, they'll give it to him. So uh, I don't think that the facts necessarily matter as long as uh, Oakland does not budge. So that is kind of the fact finding mission is, hey, can can you give us a better deal? And they're gonna be like, yeah. And they're like, OK, cool. That, that's the fact-finding mission right there. So uh, not a lot of facts to figure out on that one. Uh, this is the the... This could be the impetus of the A's fans turning on the A's. Uh, they've already turned on Dave Cavill, if Twitter is any indication there, because uh, everybody was quote-tweeting him, replying, and you know, calling him a jerk to his face, you know, on, on Twitter, but to his face. And it just feels like uh, there's, there's a groundswell of people that are just going to give up on this team unless we get some good news. And uh, I, I can't blame them right now, because, uh, you know, Brody Brazil was tweeting out videos of him right before I went to record of him, you know, just being emotional about taking his kid to a baseball game and sharing that with him like his dad had shared with him. 
And, you know, it, it's a generational thing. And if you take the team that, you know, me at 35, almost 36, have been rooting for and you uproot them from my life, then I'm like, well, how am I going to share that with my children? I don't that that sucks because I don't want to be a Giants fan like at all. So do I just like not go to baseball games with my kid? Uh, it's really weird. And so uh, I understand like that, that it's not, I don't want to say that it's trauma, but it's traumatic. Uh, and there's just so much to that that just gets brought out when Dave Cavill is just, you want to say that he's being careless, but he knows, I think what he's doing. Um, I don't know if he was expecting this much vitriol, but uh, he, he definitely is on the receiving end of some vitriol right now uh, because the fans that are paying attention and the fans that follow Dave Cavill are, you know, are tweeting at him. We're the ones that go to the games. We're the ones that buy the jerseys and, you know, watch the games on TV. We're the ones that are actually making him the money. And he just sent this tweet out. One, uh, the Golden Knights are they're kind of a rival. Nobody likes the Golden Knights in the Bay Area. And Dave Cavill helped build the San Jose Earthquakes Stadium. So he knows that this is not a good move for Bay Area fans. So why would he do this is kind of my question. And obviously, uh, you know, like Melissa Lockhart and uh, some other people had some very, uh, you know, not insightful, but uh, good takes on the on the matter. And they were saying stuff like uh, the whole point was to get everybody pissed so that they would call their representatives and then hopefully force the Oakland City Council to, you know, come to the table and make the concessions that the A's want them to. And I mean, I get that it's you're playing politics. This is all part of the game. But to make it be such a public adventure for A's fans who are just trying to enjoy a damn baseball season right now uh, to make it so public is really not OK, I don't think. Um, you know, John Fisher, obviously terrible person. D don't like him whatsoever. Dave Cavill, I thought I liked it. Now I'm like, hey, this guy stinks. Um, I, I met him very briefly when I was doing uh, press, you know, a few years ago when the A's wore their, you know, the good black jerseys and uh, talked to Barry Zito. Dave Cavill was there. Didn't talk to him, but I, I saw like, he's very energetic. He is very caffeinated. And that's just kind of how he was. And now you're like, all right, well, it seems like, you know, uh, he's not greasing his hair as much. And it's like falling in his face. And he's got like that heel turn vibe going about him, uh, like you see in the slick businessman from the movies. And I don't like that. But yeah, so. That, that, that was the tweet, in a sense, and just how I'm taking it currently and how that goes. Uh, I do want to point out that the seats sucked. They were not good. They, they weren't like at center ice or, you know, the 50-yard line for you football fans. Uh, they, they weren't in the middle where I think you want them to be if you're going to a hockey game because that's just you can see all of the ice as opposed to being at one end. And if there's no action going on there, then it's not a good seat. And he was uh wait, he was in the nosebleeds. And so he's like, yeah, look at this. Wow. Stanley cup playoffs from, I think I can see the puck from here. Uh, so yeah, Dave Cavill really got some pull in Las Vegas. Good for him. Um, also uh, another note that I wrote down is, uh, are the A's going to have to change their team slogan to ride the sand dunes as opposed to ride the wave? Um, just rude. I think also, I didn't hear it personally, but I saw it, uh, being, you know, bandied about, about, uh, Twitter, but, uh, there was a Cavill sucks chant going on in right field on the bleachers when that's why you love bleacher people, uh, because they're fantastic. They do such a great, great job over there. Um, and yeah, just Dave Cavill, the, the amount of goodwill that he had for so many years 
undone in one tweet. I mean, obviously, it's kind of been working towards this point because it seems like he's been getting shorter and shorter with his interviews. Like, we're out of time. And I don't understand. Uh, my good friend, Tony Fry, he, he wrote an article on his website, Hero, Hero Habit, about the situation. He talked to Dave Cavill and uh, wrote about it and all that stuff. And he's like, I, I didn't get a good feeling off of what he was saying. And he kept saying, we're out of time in Oakland and all that stuff. And I don't understand how you can be out of time when the literal Raiders who literally just moved uh, also were out of time. And then they were like, oh, wait, can we stay for another couple of years? And they're like, yeah, sure. No problem. Uh, so I don't know that they can be out of time. Like the, the stadium deal is going to you know fall apart and then they'll be homeless and then they won't have a place to play baseball. Oh, no, uh, that's not what's happening, Dave. That's stupid. That's a stupid take, and I don't buy it whatsoever. So he's not even working on his his snake oil salesman pitch anymore. He's like, yeah, we're out of time, so we got three years to get this sucker done, and uh, then we got to be out of here. And I'm like, that's not that's not how this works. They will keep you here if you're staying in Oakland. They, they will allow you to stay for another couple of years. That's dumb. You're a dumb, dumb man, Dave. Anyways, I can see that this is going to take me two segments. I still uh, have my main take, which is uh, the... This could all be part of a, a big plan, and I, I, I'm going to share what that plan could be with you guys here in just a minute. So stay locked in with Locked On A's, and I'll be right back. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun, but if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, John Fisher, you should open up a Wealth Friends investment account today, John Fisher. Uh, investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you're investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stonks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. So to get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. That is W-E-A-L-T-H F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB and get started today. Today's episode is also brought to you guys by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How'd You Hear About Us box and let them know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com and so with that, welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like here in podcasts. Follow the podcast at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the Locker Room app. And if you have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So as I've said a few times in the past, uh, 
ballpark stuff, not my forte. It's not my strong suit. I like looking at numbers and saying who's going to be in and out of the lineup, who the A's should go get. I like making trades. I, that, that That's my thing right there. Uh, where the A's are going to be playing in a couple of years, uh, that one hurts my heart. So, uh, sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm, I'm doing my best. But one thing that I am actually very, very good at is throwing lots of shade. So uh, let's get into that. Well, I mean, that's not really what I'm doing right now. But uh, come here for the hot takes on Dave Cavill if you need that for your morning commute. Locked on A's has you covered. Dave Cavill, you suck and I hate you. <laughs> I agree with the guys, with the, everybody over there in the right field bleachers. Uh, Dave Cavill does suck. So that's fun. Um, but th this is one thing that I think that this tweet could be working at a few different things. And that is one, they, the A's and, you know, Dave Cavill, John Fisher, the A's, those guys, uh, not the A's, the players, but uh, they want this to be a no vote with the city council, potentially. I mean, probably more than potentially at this point, but it looks like they want to move the team because they feel like they can make more money in another market, but they want to make it seem like it's the city's fault. So they're, you know, doing some other stuff. So if the city votes it down, they can, you know, spin their way out of that and be like, ah, see, we tried. Oh no, ah, that sucks. But then Dave Cavill sends out these tweets and that's really weird. But so maybe this is their backup plan is Dave Cavill sends this tweet, gets everybody riled up and then he can pin it on the fans who he just pissed off for not attending games anymore. And he's like, see, it's not viable. We're not making any money. Look, there's only four, 400 people in the, in the ballpark. That's silly. How are we supposed to pay our bills? How are we supposed to go after good players? They always want better players and nobody's coming to the games no matter what we put on the field, blah, 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 blah. And this is the same kind of thing that they've been doing for years. And, you know, I've bought into it and, you know, cause I have grown up an A's fan and I'm like, yeah, I mean, Sure, you guys are still fairly competitive. Spend a hundred million dollars. I'm I'm fine. Whatever, it's cool. But uh, if they decide to, uh, you know, come at the A's fans and actively try and be jerks to our faces, I'm gonna be less inclined to go to games. I think. Um, I mean, I, I got the podcast, so I guess I get to talk about the A's. So that's fun. <laughs> Great life decision, Jason. Um, but no, it, it feels like it could be another tactic to, to try and drive attendance even lower so that they can make a better case. You know, if I know that some people were asking, you know, Major League Baseball to force a sale because John Fisher is just trying to, you know, uproot this team. But um, I don't know if people know how the A's got to Oakland, but um, it, it was a similar, similar tactic right there by, by one Charlie O. Oh, Finley. Uh, he also uprooted the team and moved them to Oakland. They were not always here. And so this is something that Major League Baseball has historically allowed baseball teams to do and also let the A's do back in 1968. So that's a good time. Um, yeah. And also, you know, like the, the Montreal Expos, uh, they were making the playoffs and then they stopped. And then they're like, yeah, see, it's not feasible. Now we're the Washington Nationals. Boom. So Teams move. It's a thing that happens. They will let people move. Uh, I don't care what they, I mean, the, the Expos weren't putting money into their team either, but uh, they, they were still allowed to move. So I don't think that a sale is going to be forced, especially before, you know, his, uh, his billionaire friend, Rob, Man Rob Manfred's billionaire friend is, you know, about to have a big cash windfall from building the stadium wherever it is and then selling the team. That's a, that's a much better proposition for John Fisher right there, as opposed to be like, oh, well, I mean, you suck. And, uh, 
Yeah, we're just going to make you solo team now at at like a billion dollars less or something. Um, so I don't think that that's really what it is. So I think that th this is an attempt to rile up the fans and make them not come to games anymore and, you know, make people even angrier. Or it could be, you know, so that uh, us A's fans uh, start calling into city council. And I'm not an Oakland resident. I don't feel like I should be involved in that conversation because I'm not going to be footing that bill. Uh, I'm a Contra Costa resident, but I am not an Oakland resident. So uh, sorry, Dave, you only made me mad. I can't do anything for you, you jerk. Um, yeah, I, I just think that this is either an attempt to put pressure on the Oakland City Council to keep the A's in Oakland, uh, or it's going to, you know, drive down attendance and then therefore prove that Oakland isn't at a viable place so that it makes it look like we were the culprits and that they're, you know, the sterling clean businessmen that are coming with a brand new baseball team, uh, you know, to Vegas, or, uh, I was going to talk about this, but <laughs> Dave Cavill hit send and, uh, they're also going to Portland next week. So that's, or, you know, at some point, I don't know if it's specifically next week, but so we'll be getting a, a picture of him and Dame Lillard for sure next week, or whenever he goes to Portland to go on his fact finding mission to be like, oh yeah, oh, you guys want a baseball team too? Yeah, cool. Uh, so Vegas offered us this, what can you offer us? And then they're going to bring all that stuff back to Oakland and just give them the middle finger. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's looking great right now in Oakland for the Oakland A's staying in Oakland long term. Uh, that was all sarcasm. I am not optimistic right now. Um, it, it just does not feel like a good situation right now. It feels kind of toxic on both sides. Um because I don't know who to believe. I don't know. I mean, at this point, after Dave Cavill's tweet, I feel more inclined to not believe him. But also, I, I know that the city council has also been funded by people that are, you know, down at Howard Terminal that want, you know, their own things. So there's a lot at play here. And I know that it's not just the A's being jerks. The city council also has some stuff going on that they need to work with. But yeah, it, it just does not seem like... Uh, these two sides like each other whatsoever and want to come to a deal. So, uh, that, that doesn't feel good. So that, that's, uh, that's where we are right now. Um, again, I'm not the best source for this stuff for like the news, but I'll, I'll give you the emotion. That'll, that'll be fine. And also some thoughts. I'll give you emotion and thoughts. And, uh, speaking of emotion and thoughts, I'm going to have Matt George from Locked On Kings. He is also a very big A's fan. Uh, and he was like, hey, if you want me to come on the show, I can come on the show. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about Dave Cavill sucking. So uh, I'm going to talk to him in the morning on Tuesday. And then uh, either that'll be a bonus episode for Wednesday or that'll just be the Wednesday episode. So uh, you guys can hear that conversation as well. And it's just going to be me asking him questions like, hey, so what's up with you? How are you feeling? Um, really what I'm struggling with right now is Am I still going to be an A's fan right now? Like who will, when I have children, who will I raise them to enjoy? Is it going to be the A's? Cause I don't know. Cause I'm going through some heartache right now and I don't know that I can, uh, that I can do that. And if they're not, you know, if they move, if they move, obviously, um, if they're in Oakland, sure. I'm rooting for the A's cause that's, that's my team. But if the A's move to Vegas or Portland or, you know, uh, Nashville, wherever they move, um, would I still root for them? I, I don't know. But uh, Locked On A's got you covered until they do. So that's... <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about the actual baseball game. I'll be doing that here in just a minute. So uh, if you want to hear about the A's 4-2 to loss to the Mariners, stay locked in with Locked On A's, and I'll be right back. 
BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, the NHL, the Minnesota Wild, our new favorite team as A's fans. They're in the playoffs right now going against the Vegas Golden Knights, and uh, they staved off elimination for one more game. Uh, Golden Knights still up 3-2 in that series. So... Put all of your money on the on the Minnesota Wild. That's a joke, just for you know legal purposes. But put all of your money on the on the uh, Minnesota Wild. There there are only hope. So, anyways, before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs in the playoffs. Head on over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. And that's why everybody says that Bet Online are your online sportsbook experts. Today's episode is also brought to you by the best tasting protein bar ever created in the galaxy, and that is Built Bar, my friends. They have nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor, and right now on their website, they got the birthday cake, white chocolate birthday cake. It's 100% white chocolate, 0% guilt, and it's got sprinkles. How tasty does that sound? They also got their original 12 flavors that are always there, like coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel, so that there is something for everyone. And my favorite, the birthday cake is really, really good. Sometimes a little too sweet for my taste. I got sensitive teeth, but I love going with coconut or raspberry or coconut. Ra they need to make me a coconut raspberry. Built Bar, uh, if you listen to this, coconut raspberry, need that flavor. So if you have not tried all of the flavors, you can get your own mixed box where they will send you two of each of their core nine flavors. And all of these bars are packed with protein. They're good for you. They are a nice little treat to get you through the day, like mid-afternoon snack if you're like me, or you know after a workout if you're like, I don't know, uh, somebody who works out, <laughs> they are absolutely delicious and good for you. So all you got to do is go over to builtbar.com to pick up some of these delicious treats. And if you use the promo code locked 15, you will get 15% off your first order. So use the promo code locked 15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like here in podcasts. Follow me at ByJasonB on Twitter or in the Locker Room app. You can also follow the show at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. And if you have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. So here, here's what happened in the game, you guys. The A's lost to the Mariners 4-2. The Mariners snapped their six-game losing streak. They scored a couple of runs, and that was enough. So Yusei Kikuchi, I said it on yesterday's podcast, he is kind of the best option that they have going against the in this series and that would be the toughest game or if you know the the Jekyll the Jekyll or the Hyde I said it in my video after the game and I don't remember which one's which uh whichever the the bad one of Jekyll and Hyde is if that version of Frankie Montas the bad version uh, of Frankie Montas came to fruition in this game these might you know have a little bit of a hard time scoring runs and winning this game and that's kind of what happened but I did also predict that Cole Irvin would have a no hitter against the Mariners on Tuesday so we'll see if that one comes to fruition too that would be lovely um couple of notes from the game uh three of Seattle's four runs came on home runs and uh, as I said on the preview uh, segment of Monday's podcast they have a boomer bust offense that's what they do uh, one run came from not home runs and three came from home runs so and also Kyle Lewis uh, 
Hate it when he plays the A's. Love watching him play. Uh, Mark Canna went one for two with a home run and two walks. Good for him. Uh, Frankie Montas, he ended up going six innings, giving up six hits, four earned runs. Uh, again, three or four of those on the long ball. Uh, three walks, 11 Ks. It felt like he had traffic on the bases all damn game. And uh, he, he worked out of, out of it for the most part, unless he gave up a home run. So good for him. Uh, we also saw the debut in Oakland of Cam Bedrosian. He went two innings, gave up a walk, and he also struck out about her. Uh, Would have liked to see him pitch on Sunday when the A's had a lead in the game. But, you know, whatever. Um, and also, I'm very curious as to where in the hell Lou Trevino is right now, because... They, they could use him sometimes. I mean, I know that in this game, they had Jake Diekman and uh, Diolos Garrett warming up to pitch the ninth. And uh, if the A's took the lead, it was going to be Diekman. And if they didn't take the lead, it was going to be Garrett. But where is Jake Diekman? I know that the game situation and whatnot, but uh, here, here are the last two games that he's pitched. Sunday, May 16th, which was nine days ago in Minnesota. And then Friday, May 21st in Anaheim. So... He's had at least two days of rest in between the last time that he pitched, and he's basically had the last week off, if you think about it. They've won some games. They could have won more games. Where are you, Lou Trevino? Is he, is he hurt? Have I missed something? Is he just not like available to pitch? What's going on here, Lou? Um, so that's something that uh, I'm very intrigued by, but... Um, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll get more news on that eventually. Maybe, maybe they'll be in a close enough game where they have to use their good bullpen for three innings and then we'll see him or deal Los Guerra. We'll, we'll find out. Um, also, uh, there was news before the game that AJ Puck is going to be getting another rehab appearance. We don't know when it is yet, but AJ Puck will be appearing for the Las Vegas aviators again. Uh, he also struggled. I mentioned that on Monday's podcast, he went like two thirds of an inning, gave up uh, four hits, three runs, something like that. Uh, so yeah. Not a great outing for him. Obviously, he needs another another rehab appearance before he can make it back to Oakland. Uh, Jesus Luzardo is also going to be rehabbing on Thursday with the Aviators. Uh, he may be a bullpen piece for Oakland, according to Bob Melvin, and that is uh, that is intriguing to me. I'm going to get into how they would fit, how the A's would fit Puck and Luzardo into their bullpen because I don't know how. With the guys that they have right now, I'm like, I, I know that they're still trying to figure out who's in their bullpen, you know, long term for the whole season. But uh, interesting, interesting declaration there if Luzardo would also be in that A's bullpen. So we'll see what happens there. Dalton Jeffries actually pitched his he came off the IL a couple days ago. He pitched in his first game with the Aviators on Monday night and he went four innings, gave up seven hits, no earned runs, no walks struck out one and I believe the pitch count according to Melissa Lockard was like 40 pitches so good job from Dalton Jeffries right there I don't know that can't be right 40 pitches that that's insane maybe I read that wrong uh but anyways yeah good job from Dalton Jeffries except for like the seven hits and in spring training we saw more strikeouts out of him but he got the outs whatever it's fine um, and then uh, also in this game, Adam Kalarik, who was recently uh, sent back down to make room for Cam Bedrosian, that's the guy. Uh, he went one in a third inning. He went, uh, he gave up three hits, one earned run, and the, the, the earned run ended up being a home run to Joe Adele to lead his first battery faced Joe Adele. And to be fair to Adam Kalarik on this one, uh, Joe Adele has like five home runs in like the last five games. He's completely on fire against the Las Vegas Aviators. He is hardly the only one to give up a long ball to Joe Adele. So uh, we'll see what happens in other outings for Adam Kalerik from here on out. Uh, and the seventh inning, his second inning of work, or his, you know, once he got the first two outs 
in the sixth inning. He started the seventh inning, and uh, he went single, single, double play, pop-up. So he, he did okay, I guess. Um, but I do want to talk about where the A's could potentially fit A.J. Puck and Jesus Lizardo in this bullpen, because uh, this is what I was actually going to talk about for uh, a whole segment. Now I got three minutes. Let's do this real quick. So the A's bullpen right now, uh, I'm just... I'm listing them in uh, alphabetical order just because, uh, you know, paint paint the picture for you guys. Uh, I got Cam Bedrosian, Jake Diekman, who's a lefty, Ramin Goudouan, who's also a lefty. You got Diolas Guerra, Yusmero Petit, Sergio Romo, Birch Smith, and Lou Trevino. That's the A's bullpen as constructed right now. Um, So you can't move Adam Kalerik, who you probably would because he's also a lefty. So I don't know. You can, you know, DFA Raymond Goodwan, maybe he clears waivers and you can make a, make room for one guy right there. But I, I believe that they like Diolas Guerra enough where they don't want to do that to make room for either Puck or Luzardo. So I don't know where they're going for that second spot. The first spot seems kind of easy. Maybe Cam Bedrosian loses everything and he all of a sudden, uh, you know, can't pitch anymore and maybe he gets DFA'd, but I doubt it. I feel like he's going to be a, a nice contributor for the Ace, maybe like a sixth inning kind of guy. And uh, maybe they can use him, as, you know, to build out that depth. And then, yeah, I mean, you, you could move out one of these guys and put him into the, you could put either Puck or Luzardo back in the rotation, but who are you taking out of this rotation right now? Chris Bassett, obviously not. He's been fantastic. Shaman has been pretty good. Frankie Montas, I mean, you're not going to send him down to the minors, so that doesn't make sense. James Caprillion, I mean, you could, but he's pitching better than either Puck or Lizardo probably ever has. Uh, I mean, not ever, but uh, he's been fairly consistent, which is something that I think that you want in a starter right now. And you got Cole Irvin, who's one of the better pitchers in the staff. So I don't know where they're going to be fitting. And it doesn't, what doesn't make sense to me is it never feels like the ace pitching staff is very good as a whole, but I mean, they're, they're okay. Um, and it feels like you want to make room for Puck and Lizardo, maybe. Uh, you, you keep him down there for a little bit and wait for an injury to happen. Uh, you, you can bring up Luzardo and then, you know, let Puck do whatever he needs to do for a while. And then uh, either he gets hurt or somebody else gets hurt and he just gets called up and uh, fills that spot. So that's my best guess right now. I do not know where that second spot is coming. Raymond Goudouin, thin ice. He's pitching for his life right now. Uh, everybody else seems kind of safe right now. If you have a difference of opinion, uh, let me know on Twitter at Locked on A's because I don't know who else. I mean, Sergio Romo, maybe, but I I don't think that they would cut him because he's making money. That doesn't make sense. I mean, from the financial and how the A's operate standpoint, doesn't make sense. From a production standpoint, makes perfect sense. So uh, that's where I don't think that they would do that to uh, Sergio Romo. And also, he's a decent clubhouse guy, so it's not like he's making too much money where they're like, oh, how do we do this? Um, I think that they'd probably rather try and figure him out, but, uh, yeah. So if you have a difference of opinion on that one, or you have a, a second name for me to consider, uh, tweet at me at locked on A's or at by Jason B either one works, but that is all that I got for you guys today. But if you need more sports talk in your life today, all you got to do is tune into the locked on today podcast. And today they are talking about the Milwaukee bucks because they left nothing to question on Monday night. Uh, I really hope that they talk about the Vegas golden Knights getting their butt stumped. That would be fun. Um, because no, no Vegas, bad Vegas. Anyways, get all the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And so that is it for me today. Uh, I'm going to be talking to Matt George. So that'll be 
something that you hear soon. So uh, tune into that as well. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you like hearing podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the locker room app. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I will talk at you tomorrow.